This episode of the MedBullet Step 1 podcast will go over the topic of actinic keratosis from the dermatology section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 60-year-old man with multiple sunspots or solar lentigos comes to the dermatologist for his annual skin exam. He complains of several rough patches on his cheeks that have been there for a year. They feel like sandpaper. He is a gardener and often spent hours under the sun. Now let's get into the episode. As a quick introduction, actinic keratosis is defined as keratotic pre-malignant lesions. In terms of the epidemiology, this is common in fair-skinned individuals, it's common in elderly patients, and results from significant lifetime sun exposure, and the cause is keratinocyte damage. Also keep in mind that actinic keratosis may lead to squamous cell carcinoma. Moving on to the presentation, patients with actinic keratosis are typically asymptomatic. Physical exam may reveal thin, adherent scale that is transparent or yellow. It may have a rough sandpaper texture. You may see some telangiectasias, and these are frequently seen on sun-exposed areas like the face, head, neck, dorsal hands, and ears. In terms of evaluation, skin biopsy will reveal dysplastic epidermis with keratinocyte atypia, as well as no invasion into the dermis. The differential diagnosis for actinic keratosis includes squamous cell carcinoma, actinic chelitis, and lentigo maligna. Treatment of actinic keratosis includes lifestyle modification, which includes avoiding sun exposure and using sunscreen, surgical treatment, which includes liquid nitrogen or cryotherapy, which is the most common treatment, and pharmacological treatment, which includes topical 5-fluorouracil. In terms of prognosis, prevention, and complications, as far as the prognosis of actinic keratosis, this is typically slow-growing and persistent if untreated. Prevention includes avoiding sun exposure and using sunscreen, and as far as complications, the big one is risk of progression to squamous cell carcinoma. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, A 65-year-old woman comes to the clinic for an annual well check. Her past medical history includes diabetes and hypertension, which are well controlled with metformin and losartan, respectively. The patient reports a healthy diet consisting of mainly vegetables and lean meat. She denies smoking or alcohol use. She enjoys taking walks with her husband and sunbathing. Physical examination is unremarkable except for a rough, scaly, sandpaper-like plaque on her left dorsal hand with no tenderness or pain. What is the most likely diagnosis? And the choices are 1. Actinic keratosis, 2. Psoriasis, 3. Rosacea, 4. Seborrheic keratosis, and five sunburn. The correct answer to this question is one, actinic keratosis. So if you have good situational awareness and know that we're going over questions about actinic keratosis, you should have gotten this question correct. But to quickly review, the patient's history of sunbathing and a skin lesion that is rough, scaly, and sandpaper-like are in line with actinic keratosis. Actinic keratosis is a premalignant skin lesion caused by repeated sun exposure. Lesions are often small, rough, and erythematous with a sandpaper-like quality located at sun-exposed areas such as the face, head, neck, and dorsal hands. Though patients often present asymptomatically, these lesions may eventually lead to squamous cell carcinoma. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 2, psoriasis presents with papules and plaques with silvery scaling at the knees and elbows. Answer 3, rosacea is an inflammatory facial skin disorder that presents with erythematous papules and pustules. Some cases may be associated with facial flushing in response to external stimuli, such as alcohol or heat. 
Answer four, seborrheic keratosis is a benign skin lesion that is often flat, greasy, and appears stuck on. And finally, answer five, sunburn is a plausible choice given this patient's history. However, sunburns are usually diffuse and tender upon palpation. To leave you with a bullet summary, actinic keratosis is a premalignant skin condition characterized by rough, scaly, and sandpaper-like papules slash plaques. And moving on to the final question, a 68-year-old male visits his primary care doctor for a routine health maintenance visit. The man is in good health, but is concerned because he has recently noticed that the skin on his forehead looks different. On exam, the physician finds a number of small, rough, erythematous papules and plaques. This man's dermatologic condition is associated with which of the following? And the choices are 1. Diabetes mellitus, 2. Sun exposure, 3. Celiac disease, 4. Hepatitis C, and 5. Crohn's disease. The correct answer to this question is 2. Sun exposure. So the patient in the question stem has actinic keratoses, which are pre-malignant lesions associated with sun exposure. Actinic keratoses are more common in fair-skinned individuals and those frequently exposed to the sun. They are typically described as small, rough, erythematous, or brownish papules or plaques. Of clinical importance, actinic keratosis can progress to squamous cell carcinoma and the risk of squamous cell carcinoma is proportional to the degree of epithelial dysplasia. Actinic keratosis can be diagnosed clinically, but a biopsy is often performed to ensure that it has not progressed to squamous cell carcinoma. Treatment typically consists of 5 fluorouracil. McIntyre et al. review the diagnosis and treatment of actinic keratosis. They state that the decision to treat can be based on cosmetic reasons, symptom relief, or the prevention of malignancy. Treatment options include 5-fluorouracil and ablative therapies such as cryosurgery, curatage with electrosurgery, and photodynamic therapy. Sagato et al. performed a randomized controlled trial to compare the efficacy of 3% diclofenac sodium and 5% 5-fluorouracil treatment for actinic keratosis. They found that 5-fluorouracil is more effective, but that it has a lower tolerability than diclofenac sodium. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, diabetes mellitus is associated with acanthosis nigricans, causing hyperpigmented, velvety thickening of the skin. Answer 3, celiac disease is associated with dermatitis herpetiformis, described as pyritic papules, vesicles, and bullae. Answer 4, hepatitis C is associated with lichen planus, described as pyritic, purple, polygonal, and planar papules and plaques. And finally, answer 5, Crohn's disease is associated with erythema nodosum, which are inflammatory lesions of subcutaneous fat, usually on the anterior shins. That's all for this review about actinic keratosis. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the MedBullets Step 1 podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.